Oh, once again, every time. You act surprised, but here it is again, totally local, After Dark. We're going to hit up all the hot spots and new things to do. Psych, we're quarantined. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the all crypto edition. We got Wiggy Woo and Ralph too. Ralph Gould, how's it going? I'm good, good. You know, quarantining it up. You ready to get into some uh, some crypto talk? We're gonna. Crypto- I've been doing some homework. It, it is it is a, a, a new language to speak. So hopefully we'll uh, figure out some of that. And I and I I made my first purchase with that. Uh, what is it, the lolly? Is that how you say it? Lolly or whatever. Yeah, lolly. <laughs> so you know, I got like some fractional amount of a Bitcoin for making a purchase there. The catalog of stores that actually does it is very, very impressive. Like it's most of the stuff that everyone shops at, which is kind of interesting. Uh, That's killer, man. That's a great way to uh, spur, spur adoption for sure. Super important. Yeah, I don't necessarily, like, you create, and and this is something we've started talking about, but I definitely want to ask you more about it. Like, you create a wallet there with them, so I still got to kind of figure that portion out and then see how that works. But I was was telling Andrew this um, a couple months ago, like, I was using, like, the Ebates, the Rakuten, and some of those other things just to get get money back when you're purchasing so you know why not get bitcoin back you know see how that goes yeah absolutely that's real money uh well fucking hey that's what we're talking about here real real money uh, but I, I think the big thing that uh, and i definitely want you like at some point you know as we go through this um figuring out the whole wallet thing right so i have a wallet with them i set up a gemini account i got a wallet with them like what the hell do you do with all the wallets? <laughs> and and can you and can you like move them all? Like how you move them around and trade absolutely and like that. You know? So let's start absolutely. at the beginning. What's with all the wallets, Jimmy? What's with all the wallets? Let's start. Yeah, the wallet thing is crazy. I don't. Well, it's great. It's great that you mentioned that because I actually had someone today that that's a good friend of mine that didn't even realize that um, they needed you know. So they, they didn't even realize that they needed a hardware wallet. So basically all a wallet is just like in, in normal, like when, when the internet or computers were just starting to come around, you, they have these analogs or analogies for, for things. So you, to help you understand. So like on the computer, it was the desktop, like, and it was like this little office environment, but it was virtual. It wasn't real. So basically a wallet, all it is, is a spot to store your money and you could have multiple different wallets just like how you could have a physical bunch of different wallets right they're just like a bank accounts that you control so it's important because when you're dealing with bitcoin the 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 money becomes your responsibility so if you do something messed up or send it to you send it to a wrong wallet or something it's kind of gone forever there's no one to bail you out in that instance um there's no fdic insurance or any of these things so you have to be super responsible 
um, with what you're doing because it's on you. you you're in control of your money. Yeah. And so there's different levels of, of Gemini is, isn't Gemini doing their, their backing up up to like $200,000. Like they're guaranteeing up to a certain amount now, right? They're, they're, they're forming an FDIC, if you will. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, I don't know a lot of details on that. When I first joined Gemini, it was just on the cash side. So if you were trading and you were in cash, your money was insured. If it was on, uh, uh, if you had it in Bitcoin, it was not, but I think you're right. They, they, they're developing some, some in, insurance fund. And that's really important to understand is that uh, even though people don't really understand what's going on with this at this stage, you have to know that there are companies that are spending literally billions of dollars building out the infrastructure of, of how this is going to be unfolding into the future because they understand really how it works and they've been in the space uh, for a really long time. So yes, for that Gemini. Yeah. So with the wallets, here's the deal. Like you could have different levels of security, uh, based on their things called hardware wallets, which those are, it's almost like a USB flash drive that you would plug into your computer. And the, 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 the value of that is that if your computer's compromised, hackers can't like get into the hardware wallet from your computer. There's, it, there's a, a protection level of protection there where they can't, the can't get at wallet? it. What if you lose? Well, yeah, that's, that's the okay. Yup. Here's another thing. So when you set up your hardware wallet, you're going to get a, you're going to either create or have a seed phrase, which is a string of like 24 words that will enable you to rebuild the wallet because it, in the, at the end of the day, the most important thing to realize is that, um, your, the money is actually on a public ledger. Like it's a decentralized computer system protocol that's all over the world at any given instant with a whole network of decentralized computers that are securing the network. So, so your, your, your coin is actually on that public ledger. The way you access it is through your wallet. And all that is, is, is a, it's a, key a key pair a private and a public key so that's how i would send you money ralph if you'd be like all right my 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 wallet address my public wallet address is this string of letters and numbers and i'd be able to send you bitcoin there if i wanted to access or move my coins around i would need to have the private key or or say i send it to you if you want to do something with it you need to have the private key to that public key yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot like how encryption works, you know, I mean, the, the public-private key. But I started uh, taking the – Princeton has a, a free course on Bitcoin. Awesome. They have – it starts out, though, with the first thing they tell you to read is like a 300-page, almost 400-page PDF. So I'm maybe like, you know, I don't know, 20 or 30 pages in, but they – they break down sort of like the history of it. And, and, uh, but I haven't gotten, I really haven't gotten past the part of like the beginning and then what you're talking about in the ledger. That's kind of like right where I'm the, the point I'm at right now. So, right on. But it does give you a good deal of info. I mean, I, you know, about how that works. So if all of these things let you have the hard wallet, then theoretically wherever i i'm I'm making quote unquote the 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 bitcoins or uh, you know getting them i can have them on my hard wallet and then move them wherever i want to absolutely yeah even even you have they have things called paper wallets 
like in the early days before like hardware wallets haven't they've only been around a few years like in the beginning they didn't exist people just kept this stuff like on their computer like in a folder you know what i mean their, their keys like in the beginning people didn't really like really realize what this was they did they couldn't have realized what it would become even though it was designed to do what it's actually doing right now it was hard for people to understand that, especially your everyday people where their friend just told them, Hey, this is a new thing. Or they read it on the, there was a wired uh, magazine article back in the day that people read and were like, Whoa, what is this? And then they would look into it. And a lot of people got into it cause they were just geeking out on their computer and they were like, Oh, I could run this software to protect this network. And like every so many minutes, every 10 minutes, it would, it would create more Bitcoin as a reward for doing the computing power. And, you know, in the beginning you could do it on like a CPU, right on your laptop, but like now it's gotten so sophisticated. They have the application specific integrated circuits, these ASIC chips that do the job instead of like on a computer, like it's our software. It's like all on the chip, like doing it. It's like highly sophisticated uh, operations with like millions and millions of dollars invested so what, what in, about, in this stuff. What about those people that say it's like it's like ridiculous and like bad for the environment and like the processing power it takes, the amount of energy is like blah blah blah. Is that all true? Um, well, what, what it does consume energy, but if you think about it, like where is your energy coming from? You know, if if someone's running a mining farm. I backed up to a solar farm or if it's like hydroelectric True. or there's entrance, there's instances where that you have hours of like, um, in, in, uh, power generation, you have like times where like there's excess energy that's not getting used. And it's just like, it's just getting burnt. Whatever. However, if, they're, if it's coal or whatever they're doing, it's just not getting used. So it's getting burned up into nothing. Cool. So if you colo, if you co-locate your, your mining farms, like near these places where there's excess energy, when they when they they could siphon off energy that's not being used for that but yeah i mean it does take up power that's for sure but it's just like anything it's like just to get the electricity in our homes like is it worth it to have that modern day so who's technology making, so who's making who's making the coins like can you like is it like south korea seems to be huge on a little bit of research south korea seems to be one of the big players in like and the pictures of their farms are like these crazy massive warehouses where it's just racks and racks and racks of computers that are sort of just free forming and you can swap parts out like on the fly so they never go down and stuff like that i mean they're pretty intense i mean to put that much of an effort into something it's like you can't just just (laughs) check out this chip baby (laughs) yes why don't you plug it in and get it going bro Dude, this is this could this thing <laughs> this thing runs up to 19 GPUs. <laughs> this is the motherboard of all motherboards. I I got into the mining game uh, back in 2017. You know, because when you get interested in something, you just like kind of like, oh, what is this like? And you get excited. You want to learn and like figure it out hands on. I'm a type of hands on guy. And my buddy was getting into mining. And I was into the coin for what it stood for as far as sound money goes, uh, because it's a decentralized, like it's, it's not issued like by any government or anything. It's decentralized. It's unconfiscatable. It's, it's like this, it's this experiment that got released into the wild and it's, it's real. It's happening every day. Like today it was like one Bitcoin's worth like 6,800 bucks or something as of today. 
Um, anyway, I got into it, but what happens is the market crashed. So it became so expensive to mine the coin. I, I wasn't even able to mine Bitcoin. I was doing GPU mining. So I'd have to mine other coins and then convert them into Bitcoin. But it became so expensive to run my miner that it didn't even make sense to do it anymore. So I, I luckily pieced it out. Like I sold the GPUs and like the various components. That's like one of the last pieces. But you that can't I, let it, it can't crash, right? Like if it crashes, there's, there's a, you're, you're, you're not able to like mine again. Like they're very big on that. Like you can't mine again. Like, no, no, that's not true for GPU mining. Like if your computer, cause there you'll get like a piece of software that someone writes to mine a specific coin using the GPUs. Like, uh, um, but like if the, if the computer crashes, like you, you just have, you're just basically not mining like the average person. Like if I want to do it, I have to join a mining pool. So they combine all the hashing power together and then like they, they pay you out based on like a balance of like how much, uh, so how much hash power you have. You remember setting at home search for exactly. like, a, it's like that kind of thing that I, I was thinking about that when they were talking about like needing more processing power, even to figure out the coronavirus stuff, like setting at home, figured it out, you know, they, that there's a way to do it. They actually, uh, said, just said they're done. Like we're, we're done. We've, we we're done with that whole program. And I was running for like 20 years on screensavers. I mean, that thing is crazy. No more setting at home. Exactly. There are miners actually now run using their hashing power to, to, to work on coronavirus. Uh, my buddy is using some of his hash power for that. He sounds, he sounds like he, his, his basement sounds like there's a, there's like a, a like a jet taking off. It's like, <laughs> it's like crazy. And the heat that it kicks off is insane. Oh um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's just the computing power is like, it's, uh, you know, I mean, that's on the side that I'm not as like, you know, I'm not on that side of it as much, but, um, you know, I had it set up where if my computer crashed, it would restart and it would just start running the software like automatically. Like, wow. And it, it was like all, you know, linked in that way. My buddy gave me a script. So it was like everything. It would control the windows and like, restart the computer, restart the script, like hook me up to the mining pool. It was like all automated. It was really cool. Cause it was frustrating for a while. Like I could get it to work. Everything wasn't running right. And I was constantly messing with it. So um, how do you, so you, you said something interesting though, too. How do you, so you're, you were, how do you take other coins and that's yeah, the other interesting thing true. to me. Like you could, you could buy other coins and then sort of, you want to keep buying into just Bitcoin or. Right. All right. So there's a lot of different, you know, you, you, there's a lot of different philosophies on this thing, but what I think it boils down to, because there are, there are certain coins that, that have specific functions. Um, some of them are, you know, right. simple. He throws one of them that, seems to be like that's the elon musk one the, the ether am i saying it right ethereum. ethereum 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 yeah so that all right so that was the the so bitcoin was the original one and then like this other coin came out called litecoin um and then ethereum was the next big one to come out and the thing that made ethereum like so great was this guy vitalik buterin he was like this young like um uh young tech guy that you know, was studying Bitcoin and he was like, I want, I want all this other functionality. So in what Ethereum does is they have these smart contracts. 
So you could have contracts like that you enter into that like are, are basically you can't like it's like binary. Like if this happens then this is going to happen, if they do this, then like they get paid in this coin, like certain things, which Bitcoin, it could have had that functionality, but it didn't because they were more concerned with not introducing bugs. So like they were wanting to keep it really simple and like, not like they move really slow. Like the people that are involved, it's open source with Bitcoin. So anyone could work on it, but to in, adopt new things into the, into the base layer, it's like really, you know, they, they, it's not like they're just going to try to try new things every week. So this kid wanted to like, he's like, I want this, this, and this. So he started, he started basically started Ethereum. So he calls it the world. He wants it to be like the world computer where it's just like able to do all this, this functionality that Bitcoin just isn't set up to do at this point. Um, but yeah, that's another, is that what what Skynet's going to start from? It's going to Skynet's going to start from, uh, Ethereum. Maybe, probably. Computer. (laughs) (laughs) It'll it'll start from FedCoin. Oh man. Are they, are they actually making something called FedCoin? Oh yeah. They're talking, well, you know, they're talking about it and everything, but the beauty, like the beauty, the ethos of like how this all began was these, these people, they were called cypherpunks. They were just like, you know, they'll get like, <laughs> if the Fed comes out with the coin, it's never going to be as good as, as like the people that are passionate and like the, the real heads that are into this stuff. Like I follow this guy on Twitter and Nick's ops. And he's just like this like grateful dead hacker guy. Like he's like this computer genius, but, uh, they'll never, because of what Bitcoin represents, even if they make a coin, it will probably be hacked like (laughs) by the people that are smarter than the people that made the fed coin. You know, it just, it just will. And, and that's a big problem. A lot of, this is why going back to the wallets, it's really important. There's a big saying in the community. It says not your keys, not your coins. So like the keys are what able you to use your wallets. And like, if you don't have control of the keys, especially the private key specifically, you don't have control of your coins. So if someone hacks an exchange, um, which there's this whole (laughs) crazy story, like it's like a, like a fiction novel about this, uh, exchange in Canada called Quadrina X or whatever. It's like this whole drawn out story of this guy. They think they, that he faked his death and he was the only one that had the keys and like he, they want to exhume his body and stuff. but he basically <laughs> like, uh, the, the people that had their, their coins on this exchange, when that dude died and he had all the info in his head or wherever he had it buried or written down, like no one knows, but like they lost access to their keys and no one could get the coins off the exchange. So there, there's a whole lawsuit. They're like suing them and stuff. So, um, you, you want to have, that's why you want to have control of your keys because if, if an exchange gets hacked, like Coinbase, which is a very popular exchange, I'm sure it's very secure, whatever. If that, if that gets hacked and they steal the coins, they are gone. Like they're gone as if they were physically there and now they're you gone. And like, I can't, I can't finish that sign up process for the life <laughs> of me. <laughs> They've made it hard. They kicked me out too. So. It refuses, oh, it's ridiculous. it refuses to take my credit card. Gemini was so damn easy. And to, Andrew told me about Gemini. It's like, well, if you can't get on that one, try this one. And it took me like 20 minutes and I was done. You yeah, know, like, dude, I tried a fucking, I tried a quite a few of them and it was not easy. And I was just like, 
You guys win. Winklevoss twins, like kudos. You got the lowest common denominator. Like I couldn't figure any of the other ones out. Go for well, it. yeah, that's. I mean, that's such a great like uh, testament to just like how uh, how this industry is evolving and how it's like a free, it's a real free market. Like, hey, they suck. I'm going over here. You know what I mean? Too bad. Now I'm over here. You it know? is a little nerve wracking. Although I do recommend it, is to like like play with the coins and like transfer them around and figure out how like the two different like co- codes work as far as sending and receiving and shit like that. Do it in like tiny increments. That's what I did. Cause I was, well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping. I, I do want to get one of the hardware uh, pieces, but that's what I'm hoping to do with the, the lowly thing is to try to move those because it's, it's so incredibly small. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's nothing at this point, but right. Online shopping now, like some of the, uh, some of them, some of them are doing like twenty percent return of your purchase in coins. That's great. That's some amazing. Are, some That's of them are awesome. doing five percent, and some are doing like zero point five percent. But the list is is I, I was amazed at the number of companies that like Walmart. Like, you can go to Walmart so, and you can get so, coins back. So if you if you use them, do do they set you up with some kind of like an online wallet or some shit? Yeah. So you you go to the. I mean, I started all this by first getting that Brave browser, and, and I'll ask you about that in a second. But you you sign in. Um, it's very much like Ebates. They make it very simple. You create the. Um, they give you that code that you're talking about. You have to match the 27 words or whatever. You create your wallet. Um, once you do that, when you go to, you want to go to purchase from a site, you have to go down the list and you click on shop here and it says, okay, we're, you know, it's turned on now. And then you just shop and it automatically happens. It took, I bought stuff from Michael's. I bought some arts and crafts from Michael's and I got a, and as soon as the purchase went through, I got an email that says, boom, there's your coins. That was it. You don't have to do anything else. Now, I love it. I don't know how to transfer it or what the hell to do with it or anything just yet. Yeah. But it, it was it was that easy. Like it really wasn't. I did something hard. stupid. I bought uh, I bought Bitcoin or something on the Robinhood app, and like you don't actually have access to. It's not like you have a wallet and you could take that Bitcoin and move it elsewhere. You can't. It's like it contained in there, and they have this whole like sorry, blah, 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 whatever bullshit that they, they can't do it at this time. And I didn't realize that when I bought it. It's like there, so I own Bitcoin like in dollars. Like I don't own it in actual Bitcoin because I can't uh-huh. move it. So Yeah, not sick. good. <laughs> yeah, I bought it at a bad time and, uh, you know, still waiting to recoup on that one. So we're just going to the other The other thing that I need to figure out with it that's a little weird is they tell you, like, use it in your browser, download it on your phone. Mm-hmm. But does that mean two separate wallets? And some of the things, like the Brave browser, and I do want to ask you about those bat things because those sound very interesting, those uh, basic uh, attention tokens. Um, but it seems like right now they're all having problems with ways to sync it so you can sign into one account. You don't have to keep creating, like, Multiple wallets. Right. So you, you're using MetaMask, right? Inside of Brave? Is it? Yeah, you're probably, I think that like, that's you how we're starting. 
Yeah, it's just part of it. It's integrated in. Yeah, like so that's a meta mask. Like, um, like I have it pulled up right here. But yeah, basically, if you're in like meta mask, that's that's another similar thing. It's where you, in that instance, you could open it on your phone or on a different browser or different things just by basically logging in. You're, you're logging into MetaMask, and it's like providing a layer of right. functionality for you. To they do just recently doing. announced though that they stopped the syncing features, so it's not working at the moment. They're working on a they have a bug, and they're working on it. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, see, this is all happening in real time, so like you'll have that sort of stuff. That's that goes back to like, all right, well, which is the best coin? Like, is it Bitcoin? Like, is it this other coin? And like, my own personal opinion is that, like. Like Bitcoin was when it happened, like no one knew what it would become. You know, I mean, barring the people that were involved in in the very like core, like people that were like, "Oh my God, we finally solved this problem," which was called the double spend problem. Like, how could you have a something that's digital and also make it scarce? And so it was like it's called the Byzantine generals problem. So like they figured out how to prevent double spending and that, and that's the whole, like the, the protocol of Bitcoin. That's what it does. Like if it's a public ledger and if you make a transaction, that's it. Like you can't then like take it back and redo the transaction with someone else. You know, it's all recorded and matched up by all these people. So, but that was like, no one knew what it would become, but once it like became something of value, like once it was over a dollar and then it was a hundred dollars and it was fluctuating, all these other people are like, like anything like, Oh, I can make it better. Like I'm going to make my version. And like, instead of being like a decentralized open source thing, it, like people's egos got involved and they were like, no, like, and they, and they like the thing with Bitcoin, it's like, part, like it's given out to the world. Like it's, it's just a thing out there. There's no one really in charge of it. It's just like a group. We're all coming together being like, yes, we, we, we see the protocol. We know it's working and we're all going to trust that we don't have to trust each other. But like with these other coins that have come out since it's all ego driven and the people are like, I'm going to make the best coin. And then, and then they do things where they pre mine coins where they're like, Oh, we'll take off. Like we'll mine a bunch of coins and then release it to the public. So now we have a stash of coins. That's why you see stuff with like XRP, which I don't even think is like a real crypto. It's like they made all these, it's like a database. They just made all these coins and now they're just selling them to make, get money, which is basically an unregistered, unlicensed security. I don't know how they're getting away with that. Is the basic authentication token, which I have just started reading about a little bit, like the thing that you do in Brave, is that, I mean, it's like the guy that created JavaScript and all these other, you know, like it's some pretty smart people that put that together. And for all, yeah, the, times, definitely. For all the times we go onto YouTube or watch things, it seems like a, why not get, give something back? Um, but it, it obviously isn't really like, hasn't blown up or taken off too much. Like there's not a, I haven't been able to earn anything. I've been trying, <laughs> I've been trying repeatedly to like find things that you could earn, but some of them are, uh, some really sketchy sites. They're like, Hey, they have a list of like, here's the people you can earn from, but they're like really some sketchy right. sites that I don't even know how it works. Like it, it doesn't seem to, to churn yeah. anything yet. So I'm exactly. To- so tra- yeah, see, that's the problem at the end of the day. Like if everyone comes up with their own coin, 
like, and you don't have the adoption, then what good is your coin? You know what I mean? It's just like, and the other problem becomes like the less miners that you have, because that's a big part of it. The less miners you have, like running the software to, that generates whatever coin you're going to have, like it, that's a less secure network. Like Bitcoin's so big at this point, it's like you you couldn't get enough people to to hack it. It wouldn't be financially worth it to like overpower the network with like computing power. But like there was one Ethereum Classic. A lot of these have forked, like the, which means like the, the people part ways and they like just start to copy. Yeah, start their own based on, on a copy of it. You know, and it's happened with Bitcoin too in the past. There's like there are these play points in history people can't agree they're like oh make the block size bigger no we don't want it bigger and then they're like well we're gonna make our own coin and then they'll like fork you know and like um what so do you, what do you use like i noticed that gemini doesn't have nearly as big of a list of coins to say coinbase so right how do you so i guess to what andrew is saying about moving them around a little bit like if you're working on some other coins you might have to have a couple of exchanges to get into to get them all to, yep. I don't know, yeah. all to Bitcoin or to one thing or something. Yeah, exactly. So like, um, for example, my, like, it was amazing. The, the person that got me into it, like, I was like, all right, like I, I had like done a bunch of research and like, I watched all these documentaries on YouTube. And like one day I just jumped up in my living room and my son and my brother Rob were there. And I was like, guys, I was like, this is it. Like, this is exactly <laughs> what I've been like searching for. Like, this is the reason I was out there during Occupy Wall Street. Like, this is what we need. Like, cause we're not going to get anywhere, like marching in the streets. I'm like, this is the actual thing right here. Like we need to get as much as we can. So I told my friend, like, I want some, he's like, all right, well, you know, just, he's like, I could just send you some, just deposit. He had a TD bank account. He's like, go to any branch because they're everywhere. Just deposit money in there and I'll send you the Bitcoin. So like, I was kind of nervous too. Like I just like went to the bank, deposit money and I'm like, all right, I did it. And I sent him the, the picture of the, of the deposit slip. And literally like two seconds later, I look at my phone and there was like Bitcoin in my phone. I was like, whoa. Like, cause if you've ever used like ACH or any way to move money around or like do a wire transfer, it's like so convoluted. And I was like, holy shit. Like I just had money over there and now I have money over here. And like, it was crazy because when I got involved, it was literally Bitcoin had been going along, going along, going along. And then it hit the curve where it was like, it went literally from when I got into it, it was like 1500 bucks to like by like less than a year later, it was at $20,000 a coin. It's insane. So I was like, Oh my God. Like I was like, so just, it was just so much like, like happening at once. But anyway, um, back to your question. It's like, once you move it around a little and like play with it, like Andrew said, and see how it works. Like, Holy shit yeah. this is crazy. Like I could send this money anywhere to anybody at any time. No one can stop me. No one could turn PayPal off or close my account, which is like happened to me when I had a dispute with this what? woman I was working with. I had a contract. I did video editing and I, sent the contract she did a chargeback on paypal and they like closed my account but luckily i took the money out but they said i owed them all this money i was like no way and i'm like i have a contract i sent all the stuff into paypal and they're like well no visa ruled against you and in favor of their client and i'm like but i'm your client what are you talking about it was <laughs> are, just so backwards are you, guys, like, are you guys actually buying stuff with it like are you using it as currency to buy things uh yeah i haven't, it, I haven't bought anything with it I, I do it specifically because you want it moving. Like you want it moving around. So like two weeks ago I bought silver, like physical silver. 
And like that, there was an option of, to pay in Bitcoin. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Because every time you transact in that, then you, you're, you're, uh, you're promoting the adoption of it, you know, and, and more it's being distributed. Cause like, yeah, people get it from miners or exchanges, but like each transaction is getting more and more distributed around the world and into people's hands, which is like super important. And there's a, there's just a term it's called buy and replace. So like when you buy it, you just replace, you, you go into Coinbase or wherever and buy some more to replace the, the you know, the cash yeah. that so, you So basically, when you, but Coinbase is the one, Coinbase is the one you should be in. No, not really. I, I just use, like, I don't even use Coinbase, to be honest with you. I, I have, they have something called Coinbase Pro. So, like, Coinbase is, like, the Fisher price, like, where it's so simple. It's, like, two buttons. It's That's like, where I'm at. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I want this. Look at those lines. They go up and they go down. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you like. You can get more sophisticated, though. Yeah, like, if you want to actually trade it and not, like, have, like, so many fees that it becomes, like, not worth trading, like, you would go to Coinbase Pro. But it's just because, uh, like, I have Gemini account. I have Coinbase Pro. I have other ones. Like, you know, there's 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 ones all over the world, like Binance and shit. Um, so, um, yeah, I've been, looking I, at, I've been looking at Binance a little bit, but I, I want to, I guess I got to just keep trying this Coinbase thing before <laughs> to see if I can ever get on nah, there. Dude, fuck Coinbase. You don't need to be on there. You don't, you don't have to fuck with Coinbase, dude. I get to the point where it says we're going to, we're going to put, a uh, monetary amount into your bank account. You have to fill that in to verify the numbers. So the last time I did it, it, they just say, okay, it says they automatically have like a dollar and then you have to put the change amount. Right. One of them was $2. I couldn't change the two part. Like I, <laughs> I can't get past They don't that want you. Your money's part. no good here, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that is the singular point I can't get past. Is the yeah, m- fuck the those people, man. They go to the account, never shows up and matches, so I can never get verified. I mean, all you need, um, I mean, you have Gemini. You don't really need, like... Unless you do, you think you're gonna are you gonna go Gordon Gecko with this shit, Ralph? Well, if I try yeah, like the Eye of the Tiger, if, Ralph. Like, let's say I, I finally figure out how to get a, a a bat token of some sort. You know, like I finally watch something that pays me. Like, how do I move that into Bitcoin? You gotta Cause, yeah, transfer you, it bat to bat, and then you gotta transfer bat to. to that's bat. not on Gemini. Well, there's right. the rub. That's what I'm saying. Yes, that's. I guess that's. Leave it bat. You could, eventually, it'll all be integrated. Just keep a keep a keep a bat. Yeah, there's there's there's. All right. So what's going to happen? There's something called uh, atomic swaps. Oh, like so. Like it'll 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 eventually. Like a song. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good song. Eventually, everything will be seamless, like that lolly where you're like, oh, I just did it and it worked. Like. There are people, like I said, the industry is being built up. Like there's a huge infrastructure being built. So like these atomic swaps are like integrated into everything. There's an actual coin. It's called Chainlink, and I haven't looked a lot into it. But but basically the, the the idea it's one of the few that has a crazy bullish chart. Whereas most have the same chart, like for all the coins in, in terms of BTC. Um, but like that chain link one, like, it, you know, I don't know much about it. All I know is it price go up. Like it's like <laughs> a very strong coin, but I think the premise is that it's going to be used to be able to like link between all the different cryptos that are out there. Cause at the end of the day, like the reason I'm just like, all right, BTC is the one 
is because everything else is going to be denominated in that. Like almost that will be the world crypto reserve currency that everything settles back to. And then you'll have different coins. Like you, There's a Pepsi coin and stuff. So in those egos, yeah. There was going to be a Wu-Tang coin, right? I mean, like, like, just like they're doing, just like they're, you know, people are doing vodka and like strains of pot and stuff like that. Like they're going to do the same thing for cryptocurrencies. That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Like it gets it get, it gets ridiculous, but also at a certain level, it's a good it's a good use of like for like like mileage rewards or different things. Like to be able to transact this quickly and like uh, securely, you know, it, it, it makes sense to, to use the technology for some things, not everything. But so I'll be able to transfer my my Pepsi coin into Bitcoin someday. Yeah, of course. Sweet. What's Bitcoin Cash then? What's the difference between Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash? It's a fork. It, it, yeah, it's a fork. So, like, luckily I was a part of that um, time period. So I was holding Bitcoin at the time of the snapshot, and, and it had forked. And all this Bitcoin Cash is, it's just, it's a, it's it's basically, oh. it, they pay with Bitcoin based on the size of, of, like, the blocks they wanted to have. Wait, um, say, say that again. Yeah, you say it again. Up, you cut out <laughs> Sorry. Um, Bitcoin Cash is just a fork. So like the, the people, there was a disagreement in the community and like in order to move forward, like people agreed, like we're going to go this way and you're going to go that way. And like, they just went separate ways. So normally like a, like a, the, each block, they're called blocks. Like when they get mined, like basically the, all these miners are just solving these, these cryptographic math problems and whoever solves them the quickest gets the gets the reward and it happens every 10 minutes in bitcoin so like they're they're the size of the blocks are one megabyte so all the transactions that happen during that period of time they all get recorded and then they get appended to the to the block before it that's why it's called a blockchain and so then it gets appended to the block before it and then and then it gets put back into the network so then all the other computers say all right and they like you know, use their computer minds and be like, all right, these, this all matches up. It's good. And they get the green light well, and whatever. In, so in like the Princeton, in the Princeton course, they say when you're to, to make it like easier to explain, they get, they broke down all of that, how it's the ledger and how it follows the multiple documents to see, but they said, basically the simplest way is to say it's, it's figuring out a puzzle and the faster you can figure out the puzzle, you know, it's like a, 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 a mathematical puzzle, but the faster you figure out that puzzle, you know, and so I'm trying to get through that to, to, because it seems like the, the, for the layman such as myself, like, you know, like the, the, the way people describe it or talk about it isn't easy enough yet. I don't know, right. you know, like there's no, it doesn't seem to be like someone's come up with a way to describe where everyone's like oh that makes sense you know like oh right. that's easy you know totally it, but, it, but it's also like you know it, it always reminds me of things like i used to sell this water treatment technology that was using like electricity to create an electromagnetic field and like every time like even though we had reports and like things of like it like field use like this is what it does to your water to treat it they always wanted to know how it worked and it's just like yo, know, like 
I, I'm not like a physicist. Like I, I can explain the basic principles, but they're like, but why, but why? It's like follow like what, what money is or all, or the petrodollar, or you, you know, our money supply. Like if you see what's happening, especially right now, there's been never been a better time like for Bitcoin. This is like what's happening now in our economy and everything is so bullish for Bitcoin. Cause they're just basically printing, printing trillions and trillions of dollars. Like, and like, at a certain point, like that, all that debt is going to come due, you know what I mean? Like can't just keep printing money forever. It's never worked in the history of money. So like to have something that's scarce that you could put money into that holds value is like, I mean, it's amazing because no one controls it. No government could shut it off. No one could come and confiscate, confiscate your Bitcoin I mean, they can't, you know, it's why, just numbers. Why aren't there more, uh, I thought they started like putting out like Bitcoin ATM machines and stuff like that. Like then that sort of in places that would accept it in payments in cities to sort of try it. Then that sort of die a little bit though. Like, Bubble pop. People guess. No, no, not really. You see, I mean, like you see more Bitcoin ATMs every day, like getting put in places and stores and different places. I mean, it's kind of, it's it, the weird, this is the weird thing about Bitcoin, right? So like there is no, like no one's out there active. Like if you think about any other company, you know, they have a forward facing like kind of image and brand and they're trying to sell you stuff. They're advertising and they're like marketing and PR like with Bitcoin. There's none of that. It's just grassroots from the ground up. Like obviously people want to help their friends or whoever, but no one's out there evangelizing for it. So like, if you walk past a Bitcoin ATM, you're like, Oh, what's that? Oh, look, a Bitcoin ATM. You know what I mean? You're just like, Oh, what I've read in different articles I've read, the most of those get used for is like scams where someone will scam you on the phone and they'll be like, yeah, you have to pay me in Bitcoin. I got nudes. And then they send them to the, they send them to the fucking Bitcoin ATM and like, you know, store owners like, no, don't do it. It's a scam. Like, and they believe the scammer on the phone. Next thing you know, their money's in the machine. The Bitcoin, the, the wallet that they sent it to isn't there. It's some other guys. And like, <laughs> they showed it. They had a, there was a show on Vice where there's like a, a guy who exchanges Bitcoin and you just kind of like meet him on the street and he does it on the phone. Like the whole thing seemed so, like they did it where they, they blacked out his face and everything. You know, that one of those kind of things. Yeah, but, his voice. He's like, oh, he just record now. He just went, yeah, like, someone needed to, wanted to transfer money, and he had coins to sell. So it's like, he he verifies who you are, and then, like, you know, he goes sit on the street somewhere and have some pizza with them, and he does the whole transaction right there on his phone, and then, you know, flips away into the night kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much exactly what I did with my friend. He was, but he was in another state, but he did that for a while. That's how this all got going, actually. It was, like, peer-to-peer. Like the original white paper that was written about Bitcoin, it was a peer-to-peer electronic currency, cash, you know, and that's how it was designed. Yeah, I, read, I read that part. That's, that's like one of the first things they talked about how it actually, because they had tried digi cash and all that other stuff back in the day that didn't work. And then it just sort of and died Eagle, for a while. Yeah, like Eagle, like the government, like shut that shit down. The reason Bitcoin worked was because no one, there was no one to go after. It was just unleashed running on people's computers. And since it was decentralized, it's like they couldn't go around like everyone's house. Like, turn that off. I'm going to delete that software. <laughs> what, you know what, what I mean? Was, it's just what impossible. What was Eagle? It was like uh, um, someone was trying to basically set up like a sound money system, like where it was like, 
Um, you know, and I never really delved too deep into it. It's just like something I've like heard about how it got shut down. But yeah, like it was like a website where supposedly you could like get these digital tokens of gold and there was like actual gold backing it up. And, um, it was getting to be popular, I guess. Jimmy, Jimmy just said it before though. The, the, the problem with the other ones was the, the double pay. Is that what we want to double spend? Probably. The doubles, like they, they didn't work on that part and they didn't have the encrypt, encryption part. So it got shut down because people were basically using it twice and three and four times and stuff like that. That was sort of the, the, the thing that wasn't figured out. And here we it's, are. It's pretty interesting. I'll, I'll send you guys like the, the PDF document because go through it or don't go through it. But the first couple pages are very interesting about the stuff that they tried to do. And then it re- literally like lost interest in this, this amount of uh, knowledge was just kind of floating around sitting there until whatever that dude's name is, you know, the, the guy that, uh, created it and nobody knows who he is like until he sort of started talking about it amongst his friends and saying hey i, I think i came up with it you know like that kind of thing and got a little bit of peer <clears throat> a little bit of peer feedback you know on what he was working on and they were like oh my god that's you did it guy you know, like you did it that's the <laughs> thing yeah right yeah and anyone that ever like came across the the white paper or in those forms is called bitcointalk.org like that's where the original like, people were originally like, and it's still that board's still up there today. People still use it. Um, but yeah, they were all like, his, Oh my God. All the things that he put on it or he wrote on it is gone. I think you have to go to like the way back machine to find the stuff that he, he had his information up there and then like scrubbed himself from the internet as the story goes, like made sure there was no more. He used to respond to people and talk about it and then stop all of that. Yeah, you, and so actually he was in contact with someone who was like, oh, hey, I'm going to talk to the CIA. They want to talk to me about this. Like this guy that was above board and like super like, oh, like, yeah, sure. And like, he, I guess at that point, the dude disappeared. He's like, delete, like I'm out. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, oh, you know, idea. I mean, I'll see you later. Yeah, like I'm out, dude. You just like think about it. How many things have you heard? Like, including like when the FBI raided like Nikola Tesla's uh, fucking um, you know laboratory and stole all his shit. Like, how many times that happened in history where it's like someone invents something and then they're dead like the oh, next yeah. day? You know what I mean? So it's like, luckily the dude was bright enough to figure out how to deal with the double spent problem and also how to dip out, you know, <laughs> otherwise he would be a goner. But like, you're, not- you're, a, you're a strong believer in, in the hardware wallet. Cause there seems to be some pushback on that uh, about having the physical, there seems to be a lot of pushback about, and maybe that's just, again, people trying to prop up their thing, but they're saying, you know, that's something that you could lose or get damaged, you know, and they're, they're right. really talking about keeping them online. No, dude, that's garbage. Like basically like <laughs> if you have, if you have your 12, like, so my friend, I gave one to Andrew, uh, I gave, it's called a crypto steal. Like you take your 24 word seed word phrase and, and you just buy another, say I drove over, I melted, like I, my house burned down and my hardware wallet melted. You just take those 24 words and you enter it into a new, hardware wallet and 
and it'll it'll all it'll rebuild the wallet. Even it doesn't even have to be the same brand. Like I could use Electrum or any of these other things. Enter my seed phrase, it'll rebuild my wallet and give me access back to my private. So that's the, so that's the thing to do is to play around, kind of moving this stuff around and see how it all works. Definitely, you'll love it. There there's something I didn't even know about till this past year. You could actually sign transactions. So like within a transaction, you could like put a message inside of there. And like, I didn't know how to sign a transaction, but there was this coin this guy came up with. Um, it's called Hex. And, and what his idea was is like, I'm going to create this coin and all it is is going to be, uh, it, it was, it, it, he, he came up with this term called pumpamentals. Like, you know, when like the, the price goes up, it's called pumping. So like he goes, it needs pumpamentals. And so he came up with all this game theory of how it would work and all this stuff. And basically the way you would, could get this hacks, unless you wanted to buy it, you could actually get it by claiming it. If you were a Bitcoin holder at the time of the snapshot and, and they developed this software and it's actually through MetaMask, which is on the Brave browser, but basically what, or you could get the MetaMask extension for Chrome or whatever. But what, what you did was you had to sign a transaction from your Bitcoin wallet. And then based on how much Bitcoin you had, it would give you like 10,000 hex for every Bitcoin you had. And I was like, not so much like, Oh, I'm going to get rich off this hex. I was like, you know what? I really want to, like, I have my Bitcoin sitting on this hardware wallet. I want to actually use this stuff and like, just, use it and like see how it works and like know about it because there's like functionality built into bitcoin that isn't in like most wallets right. like i had to use a separate wallet this electrum wallet that had the signing functionality to sign sign the transaction and it was just cool to watch like i was like all right i gotta take this from over here and paste it and then i looked in the metamask and then a boom i was like had the hex in there i was like ah oh, this is so cool like you know just just have because you used, have you used the the bat feature in the brave browser have you gotten any gotten it to generate any tokens for you no nah, i never even i never even messed with the bat but <laughs> but i mean that's one like I, I mean that's one functionality that's like well yeah like i i could see that working there was one one called BitTube, like it was called BitTube, and what they were doing, they had this thing called airtime and the airtime extension. So it was basically like the, the basic attention token. It was like, if you were on BitTube watching videos, um, you would get paid in BitTube. If you were a minor, you there's got paid a, in BitTube. There's a guy that has a YouTube channel and this is, so I was like, oh, all right. So I just got to go and watch his stuff, but it's, I must be doing something wrong because it literally shows you a link to it. He's like, and, when you hit someone that has it, there's a just like little icon comes up and you can tip the content creator as well. So like you can earn it and also like tip back, I guess to kind of get it moving. Like, yeah. About. Oh. So I went to the guy's page. He's got, you know, 300,000 followers, tons of, it's all gaming stuff. Like I'm not really a gamer, so I don't know too much about it, but I just started watching his, like, yeah, let me watch a bunch of his videos and see if I gain anything, but it didn't, nothing happened. I, I, I don't know. I guess I got to figure out that part still. Yeah. Like, and, and it's funny. There's so much different cryptos. Like you can't even follow them all. Like it's insane. It really is. Like even with the hex thing, like, my friend, I'm like, oh, you're gonna claim your hacks? He's like, no, nah, dude. He's like, I don't care. I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you know, like you have to, like, how much time, how much actual attention do you have to give to all this stuff? 
Um, but that's why like eventually it will all be integrated into things. Like there was one, which I, I'm just like, like, cause since my buddy is a minor, he always is like, yo, this is the next thing coming out, man. Cause he has to pump his shit because he's mining these coins that are basically worthless. And he's spending electricity and hardware. Like he bought this thing. It's called the FPGA, uh, minor or whatever, which is like, it's, it's the intermediary step between GPU mining and like ASIC miners. The, FB, the FPGAs, you can actually reconfigure them with, with the ASICs. You can't, they can only mine like a certain coin, but like his FPGAs are like, they were like 60 grand or something. There's this whole like cottage industry of like high tech, like high quality hardware developers or these small companies like in the u.s like whereas like you know most shit that's manufactured overseas it's like mass produced like get me to me as cheap as possible like the shit that these guys are making it's like cottage industry boutique like expensive hardware like super tacked out and like expensive as fuck but like so he's mining these coins he'll tell me he's like yo there's a next coin there's a next coin and i just like i got to the point where i'm like dude i can't even like keep up with this anymore because i realized that it's becoming so diluted that even the speculation level you can't speculate it's too much to follow it all it's like a overload of information there was another interesting thing about um when they were when they were talking about like hackers and malware on computers that they were they were embedding mining inside of YouTube videos. So when you would watch it on your computer, if your computer started to suddenly like, you could hear yes. the kicking up and stuff like that. They were like mining <laughs> through your own computer. Like that stuff's crazy. Yeah. Botnets, dude. All they would hijack and just use a little bit of your CPU, but they'd have these botnets of all the software all over mining. Like, they were doing it with Monero, which is a privacy coin. Like there are like certain, like there are certain sectors and genres of like coins that like, um, <laughs> oh, there you are. <laughs> uh, no, nah, my, my thing flashed that my battery's going to die or something. But, um, there's whole like sectors like that serve uh, specific purposes. So like with Bitcoin, it's easily you, it, since it's a public ledger, if people know your public key belongs to you, they'll know that those transactions that, could go on from that point are all yours. So like, oh, he looked, he bought like a dildo or something, you know, like you could trace it. So like they have like, they have like privacy coins. <laughs> they have like privacy coins where like, the, the, it's a whole different like thing. So like Monero is one of them or like whatever, like, um, it'll have to be one of those, it'll have to be one of those luck sets. You're gaining, you're gaining Bitcoin while you're using it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the jury, we could see here, what, a cup of coffee there's delta <laughs> he bought m16 <laughs> <laughs> well that's a, so can they do the is it the same thing where <laughs> your 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 habits and buying thing and all like all of that is is it still not your information someone else is collecting it what your activity is with bitcoin well, no one's really collecting it. It's just because it's a public ledger. It's just out there. You're just out there. You know what I mean? And that's why you can have as many wallets as you want. So you could do the old switcheroo. Don't never yeah, right. Well, you yeah, only need one wallet for the dildos. Use another yeah. wallet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. They do like it's called it's called chain and chain analysis, like chain analysis. There's like forensic companies that will like they like they do like a lot of like 
data modeling and they're like how many wallets have been created and how much like there's all these graphs you could generate based on like different metrics. So it's like how many wallets have been created the past 30 days? When was the last time coins have moved? Like how old are these wallets? Like, and, and it, like you could actually glean information like market data from that, which is fascinating. There's this guy, um, oh, what's his name? It's his, his, uh, his website's called Woobull, Woobull, W-O-O-B-U-L-L.com. Um, his last name's Woo. I forgot his first name, but, uh, he, he, he kills it with the data analysis. It's insane. He's able to do, uh, the mining metrics and like relating it to price and stuff. And it's really gives you an interesting, uh, view into like the, the value, like what's the current value. Then you have all sorts of it's, 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 yeah, it gets crazy with, with the trading of it. stuff. So, you know, cause it is so volatile. Like it was like 10 grand a few months ago. Then it was like, 3,800 bucks a few weeks ago. Now it's at 6,800 bucks. Well, it's just going all over the place. I'll, t- I'll tell you that the lolly one, um, like our, our, our friends, Heather and Mike, they buy a lot of stuff for their dog from chewy.com. Yep. That's one of them. Like you can buy stuff from chewy and get sick. There's, there's so many things that you, like when I started going through the list, I'm like, ah, there's probably only like 20. There's, thousands of companies of stuff that like you buy all the time that are, it's interesting that they're returning it in Bitcoin. Like they're already invested in it. Right. Or it could be lolly could be like, they could be the intermediate step. Like they're like, they say to those companies, Hey, if we say almost like affiliate program with Amazon, it's like, if we send you business or we put, put business through, you're going to kick us back. And they're actually converting it into the Bitcoin and sending it to you. That's their hook. Cause it sounds like Ibotta. Do you know about that? I don't. It's another similar thing. My wife uses like kind of coupons and shit. So you basically scan your receipt and then you get money back through Ibotta. You know, it sounds just like Lolly, but they're doing that that through Bitcoin, which is uh, great. That's like, like, yeah, that's like Honey. Honey is another one of those that does it too. All right. Okay. Ibotta? Is it like Ibotta? Ibotta. Yeah, kind of, but but it's spelled like I. <laughs> I swear I did it. It's right here in the chain analysis. I know those are your keys, buddy. <laughs> um, it's the I B O T T A, but it is like I bought it. I bought it. <laughs> well, I've, been, I've been looking at a lot of those because of um, there's a you know it, it's you know it's like getting the mail where you get all the the various coupons. There's so many. There's so many things out there to get money back that people aren't taking advantage of. So I'm trying to just spread it out a little bit, maybe sign up for a bunch of them and see what happens, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's like, why not? Like with the credit cards that are going to give you 1.5% cash back or two or 3%, like why not do it? You know, I'm trying to do the, I guess they all, they definitely know about each other though, because you can't do, I've tested a little bit, trying to get to do the Rackington and the Lolly at the same time, but they, one of them kicks out the other one. You know, I don't know if there's a way to, to, to Oh, wow. The double spend in full effect. Well, they, they don't, yeah, they don't let you do it that way for some reason, but I think it's because once you click on it to say, do the rebate, it, it's, I think it's like what you're saying. There's like a broker in between. So they block right. the program from doing it. 
Yeah, there's going to be whole industry. I mean, they're they're coming now. I mean, it's happening. The whole industry is built up around this stuff. I like the idea of, I mean, the, the intention, the, the reason I keep bringing up the bat one is just because me, especially I watch so many YouTube videos and, and help and help generate the traffic and the con, you know what I mean? Yeah, like totally. doing this work or going on Facebook or, you know, Twitters of the world and stuff like that. They don't exist without us contributing to it and putting all the money in and like, the content creators and all that stuff. Like they don't exist without that, but we don't, we get nothing in return for it and they want to charge us for it. So right. if I'm not clicking likes or, I'm, you know, it's not getting the extra views and all that stuff. So it, all that should add up. I should always get like a, a little bit back for what we're doing, you know, contributing to the, to the hive, you know, hundred percent. Like I agree. And it's just cause of like, you know, a lot of the current models are based on old models and paradigms or it's not like there yet, but yeah, it's going to change. Andrew to start paying us, you know, that tokens for watching totally local. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get paid in Raven coin. It's <laughs> <laughs> too many, man. It's too many. Yeah. There's the speculations nuts. Like it's just insane. And then you have to realize like, there's like, and I didn't know this when I first got involved, there's all this like behind the scenes deal making going on, like market making. And like, like I'm going to, I'll keep the price at this level. Like, you know, like, and, and so the, like the, whoever X, Y, or Z will sell it to this Jojo individual, like a huge lot of coins. And then that's like, a lot of the it, stuff that I've been seeing. Like, I just, I, like I'll follow, um, like you were talking about, uh, so I started following them and then you see like on Twitter and then you see like all the various people that work in it. And so I just started following like kind of randomly and then I'll, I'll, I'll get rid of whoever's making nonsense or not, but you can, <laughs> tell, you can tell that there's, you know, if someone's got 400,000 followers and they say, buy this thing today, you can see things jump a little bit. So there's a, of course, there's definitely some things going on with some of them. That's I, I don't necessarily like that part of it. That you can put a couple of tweets out there and you've changed the price of something. That that part's a little weird to me. But right, that's again. That's why that I I'm like I'm like all right, Bitcoin's the one. It's like I'm a hundred percent all in because it's so massive and distributed. You can't do that with a couple tweets. I mean, that's why the hard fork happened. Like it was like, they're like, no, like they're like, no. And everyone's like, yeah, I want it this way. Two megabyte blocks instead of one megabyte. And they're like, no. And so the other people are like, all right, we're out of here. And they're like, it's fine. And, and the end users didn't care. We were all like double coins, you know, like, we're like do it. You know, because everyone's like, everyone's like, if that happens, the whole project, if the experiment's going to fail. And everyone's like, <laughs> fuck it. Like, if it's not strong enough to get through that, then fuck it. And like, I was like, yeah, fuck it. And I was on the side of like, I didn't know. I was just getting into it. I was like, I'm like, why are these guys making such a stink out of this? And like the guy, the guy's name, Roger Ver, he owns the <laughs> domain name Bitcoin.com, but he pushes Bitcoin cash and like, there is definitely a level of like, Oh, like confusion or obfuscation. Chill. Yeah. And then it's just like, he's like, we're the real Bitcoin. There's, and that's a, fine. There's, a, there's a recent, there's a very recent, um, like 30 minute vice show. Uh, I'm, I'm spacing on the name, but 
They're talking about guys that are stealing people's SIM cards. Yes, sir. If you if you watch it, it's kind of crazy. So they, they show that they're stealing the SIM cards, and then they basically go in and they steal every, all, everyone's money, and then they convert it into Bitcoins. And they show this scene from a courtroom where the guy's getting put in jail for for two, three years. And they're the, the reading he's guilty, he's going to jail, he paid back a little bit of money, and then the, the prosecutor's reading the quotes, and he goes, but it doesn't matter because when he gets out of jail, he's going to have $5 million in Bitcoins. And you see, like, the people in the back that are, like, <laughs> whatever, they're there on drug charge, and they're all, everyone's faces, like, explode, whatever. And then they flash to him later, and he's like, I'll do, he goes, I don't want to do two years, but... I'll do the two years and, and nobody's, nobody's taking my money. They can't get it. You know, like those kind of things. So there's, there's still, so there still needs to be, a, I think a little bit better, a better way. I don't know, a better way of protecting it or maybe calling out the people that are, are doing the nefarious things, you know, like dark web shit, buying, you know, the bad stuff with it, you know, they're right. Yeah. Right. But it's like it's. I was, like, was going to say dildos again, Andrew. But there's probably one. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like in all of these instances, it's never like Bitcoin that failed. It's like people. It's, it's it, yeah, people. it's the people and like just bad coders and like bugs. Like you know what I mean? It's just like you know you're gonna have bad shit happening in the world anyway. Like you know you you can't like even if they wanted to stifle this or shut it down, they like basically can't like cases like that, just prove it. And it just makes you be like, all right, I have to be really careful. Like, like not having like, like I disconnected my phone number from Google and like all that shit, you know, he's going to go buy some Bitcoin right now. He got his delivery. His lolly just showed up. Five dildos for the price of one. <laughs> uh, I, had my, I had my balcony door open and it started getting windy. That's uh, cool, man. But the, 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 on that Vice episode, too, the, the main guy that they interview is worth his whole existence is to steal people's, you know, uh, steal all of their, their SIM cards. And, but he's, you know, he's worth. 20, 30, 40 million dollars. Like, no one's ever, you know, again, blackface, the voice all muted. They're like, yeah. Find me. You know, like, <laughs> I, I remember in the 90s, there was this show, Peter Jennings. It was called Peter Jennings Pot of Gold. And it was all about these growers in like BC, British Columbia. And they had the whole deal. Same thing. They're like, yeah, I get locked up and then I get out. I'll just grow, grow another crop, man. <laughs> we used to love that show. <laughs> We had it on tape and shit. No, but so like, yeah, like that, you know, in, in that instance, it's the fucking phone companies. Like they're the weak link. Like you shouldn't be able to fucking, you know, have them do it. Like call in someone's shit over the phone and like get the, get the swap, the SIM cards or whatever. Like some dude lost like $11 million not too long ago. He just got, well, they're, they're, they talked about how they were getting in through like, and I, I would have to watch it again. I've been obviously with all this free time, I've probably been watching too many things and not quite peace, but they're, they're fit. <clears throat> they're figuring out who people are from like Fortnite and video. Like they're going, wow. in, they're going in that way in the virtual world. And they're sort of like, they just kind of like appear in whatever you're, I, I don't know that world enough to say it, but it's, it's crazy. They're going like this sort of this back way of, 
finding who you are through your through getting into your virtual game. There's right. The- or I mean, it comes down to simple things too. Like if they know who you are and they know your phone number, and then right. they call Verizon, they're like, "Oh, I, I need to temporarily switch my number to whatever." And they do it, and then like then they go in to log into Coinbase, and like, oh, I forgot my password. Or they start with Google, so like Gmail. So they'll like go into Gmail, oh, I forgot my password. It's like, oh, I'll send it to your phone. Then they get the phone, boom. Once they're in Gmail, they're like Coinbase, cracking. They're like all the exchanges. Or don't have, that's why you need to not have your shit on exchanges even, you know, unless you're trading or whatever. So keep, keep it on the wallet and then move it when – you, you, when you plug it in when you want to do something and then unplug it when you're yeah you can even leave it plugged into your computer because there's like a, there's what, however the tech works it like can't, it could only go one way like it can't get to your private keys basically yeah. but you could sign send transactions but uh, but yeah like say, say you're trading at the end of the day like it, th- this stuff happens so fast it's not like ACH or like a wire transfer it's like oh I'm trading alright it's 5 o'clock I'm going to call it a day you just take your coins put type in the or no you don't type it you copy and paste always pro tip never try to type out your key because you one wrong thing or a capital awesome. letter gone no your money's so gone you're like, it to someone else you said, you said in the, the original message when we were talking about this there's ledger and trezor Treasure? Yeah, and there's yeah Trezor, Ledger, and there's one called the uh, Keep Key is a new one. And you those know. are those are pretty like reputable. Yeah, yeah. Those, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, they're, they're not going to do some shady like have some backdoor like software in there. There was a problem when I was first getting my hardware wallet. There was some like because Ledger and and Trezor were the two main ones, so they were competitors. There was some hack that this teenage kid did with the treasure where he was able to do something to get access to it. And it like freaked me out enough to be like, Oh fuck that. I'm going with ledger. And like, but like treasure fixed it like immediately, whatever it was. Um, you know, so yeah, there, there's reputable as could be. And if you don't trust that shit, you could just create generate, like there's a, for the kids at home, there's a website. It's called bitaddress.org, bitaddress.org. You could go there and and just like what you do is you go to Bit Address and it's a JavaScript, it's a client side, um, uh, whatever. It's JavaScript. So you basically generate a pair, a public, a private key pair, and so you go there, turn your internet, like disconnect from the internet, and then the page is still there, and, and you move your mouse around all randomly. And then it like a bar fills up. So it's at a hundred percent and then it, boom, it generates the public and private key uh, and also private. There's a QR code and a string of characters and you could just print that paper wallet out, close the page and then reconnect to the internet. And like you have a paper wallet. Um, so like, that's another way. Like if you, cause you do like, I think like at this point it's like, nothing's a hundred percent. So you want to kind of balance out like where your shit is, you know, yeah, like my one friend, my one friend, he has all three hardware wallets. And like, I'm not at that level at all because I don't really have that much, but like I have a paper wallet if all else fails with a little on it. And then my hardware wallet that has my other stuff. So you can, I can go into Gemini and make a paper wallet. No, you would need like, you, you would need a, some a paper wallet generator. So like at bit address, there's a few, but bit address.org. Um, Gemini is just going to give you, they'll give you, they'll generate a wallet for you, but they know that they, 
they're only giving you the, they're not giving you the private key. They're only giving you the public key. So it's like, it's their wallet it's their coins until you get your shit off of there. That's why I don't trust exchanges really either because like in the beginning, like I didn't really understand that like the shit is so manipulated. Like the, the exchanges wanted, they wanted people to go there. So there's a lot of uh, wash trading where they would just be like trading back and forth amongst themselves just to make it seem like the exchange was doing a shit ton of volume and it, it just you. wasn't. Um, that's yeah. another reason why I like Coinbase is because, like, I know that, like, a Damn lot of people Coinbase. are using it. <laughs> Coin, Coinbase Pro. Gemini is actually better, to be honest with you. Like, uh, you know, I, I don't even know how I got wrapped up in Coinbase Pro. It's like you just get used to the interface, really. But you pay, you have to pay something for Coinbase Pro? No, it's free. It used to be called GDAX. And then it just turned into Coinbase Pro. And even like Gemini, like see these things are evolving every day. Like Gemini, this actually, no, this makes total sense. This, this is how I wound up at Coinbase Pro, which used to be called GDAX. It was a different platform that Coinbase bought. I was on Gemini and they only had the, the basic functionality like regular Coinbase. So you could just buy and sell market orders and there's all these fees involved and they would screw you. They wouldn't give you the price that it was at. They'd give it to you a higher price because they're constantly, whenever you're doing a transaction, they're like middlemanning the shit out of that transaction. Like, Oh, we could buy the coins over here cheaper. We're selling to him more expensive. Like they're never going to lose and they're charging you fees too. Yeah. Um, so I was on Gemini. I was like, this sucks. Like there should be, it should be like stock trading where there's limit orders, stop losses, all that shit. And they only had buy and sell. I was like, fuck you, Gemini. I knew why they were doing it. It the same reason. So then I was like, I'm going to GDAX. And so like I, I started doing my shit there because I could put limit orders in and stop losses and like do real trading. Um, but now Gemini has gotten that functionality as well. They built it out over like 2018, 2019. So you could go into Gemini. If you want, you click on active trader. And it changes the interface, so you go from the basic to the more complex, like interface. That's a that's I'm, I'm not even in that world yet. I, I'm, I'm not even. I, I want to get the hard wallet first before I actually get into that. So, yeah, like honestly, so bad. Like honestly, like <laughs> to get into the trading side of it, it's like I wouldn't even like. Like, I don't even know if I would even, I, I couldn't even recommend doing that to anyone because it'll drive you insane. Like insane. Like it's crazy. Well, we, we got because, a lot of free time right now. This would be the time to sort of figure that stuff out until. You know. Yeah. I mean, it, it's great. Like I'm so thankful and grateful that I've gotten the hang of it because now I could ride the waves and like, buy, like last night, like an hour, I made like 60 bucks just trading Litecoin. Just like, I was like, I saw the setup. I saw what was going on and I was just like, all right, cool, let's go. And like, you know, I'm pretty cool about it now. When I first started, I'd be like screaming at my phone. Why are you doing this to me? And like, like, it's just like, dude, that's just the market, man. It's like a raging river. So if you're going to jump in it, you just got to be able to like swim upstream, man. Um, but now I'm like, How's okay. going, man? Dude, it's so killer. And like everything I learned in, in like, I, I read this book over the holidays at Christmas time I got for Christmas it's called trading in the zone. And it's just basically, it's not anything to do with crypto. It's just about trading, like the psychology of, of 
trading in markets and like whatever stocks or whatever. And like it, like I, I finally had the breakthrough. Like I knew all the mechanics and the indicators and like the patterns and like everything, like the candles and you know, you know, the gravestone doji or like the marabozu <laughs> candle. Like I knew all that, like the stuff was, but I was like, why isn't this working? What am I, what's wrong with me? And it was my psychology was completely wrong. Like I was thinking about <laughs> it and approaching the whole thing wrong. And the book broke down how like the average Joe, like what you would think and how you have to be totally counterintuitive to what you would think. And it like, it was like a light bulb went off. I'm like, all right, let me try this. And I started doing trades and they would work and I wouldn't lose money. And I'm like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And it just gave me the confidence to like, and like, look at on my laptop. I have, I have this, uh, this sticky note, dude, patience. <laughs> like, cause like, that's like, you need so much patience to be like, are you, oh, are you basically employing like typical stock market kind of way? It's like the same thing. It's just Bitcoin, but it's, it's yeah. And, and dude, it's great because like going, because the crypto markets never close. They're running 24 seven. So like I have alerts up, I used to wake up in the middle of the night in like a sweat cause I'd be in the middle of a trade. Cause like literally you see these, these videos that are kind of like spoof videos, but like you see the green candles going up and the guy's getting all excited. And then all of a sudden it's like a red candle. It's just like in like one minute, it's like, woo, like goes all the way down. You're like, what? Like, so like I'd be in the middle of a trade. I wake up in a cold sweat, like checking my phone, like obsessively, like it wasn't really healthy at all. <laughs> and like, uh, but, but the cool thing about it was since it trades 24 seven, like, it, like it's, it's like everything's moving at the speed of light. Like you have to just be so on top of your game. So I recently got into trading the stock market after this crash and like, it's like slow motion wiffle ball. I'm like, yeah, baby, like keep it coming. Like I've been making trades and like having success. Like I, I did my first short trade like last week. I shorted the uh, Live Nation. Um, I was like, oh, they're fucked. You know, they're not putting on any concerts. They're gonna have no revenue. Perfect. So did, I you what, the- did you hear what Ticketmaster just released about not refunding postponed shows? Oh, that came out tonight and, and Twitter Twitter blew up over is blowing up over that. Like Ticketmaster said that they're no longer doing any refunds of postponed shows. Oh and there's people like losing their minds because obviously like you put in a whole lot of money for, you know, various things and no yeah. Oh, no refund. See, that's another use of blockchain right there. There could be like a ticky coin, you know, it's just like you, you know, the, the value, it's just there, you know, like you just would translate it to another show or something. Well, there's a, there's a, a someone that Andrew and I know that Andrew was helping her out with her website, but his, his friend was doing in the, um, in the medical world, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of billing that goes on between obviously all sorts of things, right? So labs and doctors and patients and insurance companies, and he set up he set up an exchange or a system where if you use his payment portal, all the companies that would use his payment portal, and there's so many transactions that go on, he was going to return it in cryptocurrencies. So it's a very there's a very there's a couple interesting theories to that. So um, you move so much data between 
So say like lab, doctor, insurance company, hospital, those four things are constantly exchanging things of value. And, he, and I mean, excuse me, there could be 10,000 various transactions per day or even more depending on the size of your business. So he's trying to figure out a way to, that, to gain the value of the, his coin is, is through all those transactions. So the same thing as a, a stock market exchange changes. There's value in what's going on from the things moving around. So there's people talking about trying to develop generating value, like I guess add a layer to a market, but every time that the transaction goes back and forth, that's a percentage of a cryptocurrency. That's a percentage of a cryptocurrency to give it value, to, to raise value in what the currency actually is. And there's a lot of businesses that do that B2B transactions that happen through uh, EDI systems, warehousing. Like if you're right, if, if I'm Walgreens and I'm ordering a bunch of stuff from, you know, the main warehouse, there's all these transactions going on. So that's how they can, they're saying, where's the value in these actual coins? Well, that's the, there's the value that's backing it up right there. So some of that's totally. interesting too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The data, like the future, the data is the currency for sure. Guys, I'm going to hop off though. This, this was good. There's a, there's a lot of information, but I, I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty beat. All right. Well, check yeah. back in anytime. It's a life, it's a lifestyle, man. Crypto. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm ready for the, for the lifestyle yet, but we'll, we'll, we're getting Lambos, it. baby. All right, and guys. I'm, well, guess what? I'm going to send you the PDF too on that, just because the first couple couple pages are a good read. Yeah, I'd love to. All right, guys. Totally local after dark. Check us out. Uh, do a little yeah. dance, guys. Remember? <laughs> Once again. <laughs> <laughs>